Welcome to the PSD cast of Power Systems Design. I'm your host, Jason Lumberg, and in today's episode, we're discussing Wi-Fi as a service, and specifically a model that uses proactive artificial intelligence support. And we'll get into the proprietary technology a bit later, but first, let's examine the background surrounding this particular model. Um, here to talk about that solution is Hugh Reese from Coda Cloud, the company that provided the Wi-Fi as a service, and, and we're thrilled to get started. So Hugh, welcome to the show. And could you give our listeners a brief introduction and some background info on Coda Cloud? Yes, thanks uh, very much, Jason. I am, uh, yes, my name is Hugh Reese. Um, I run the business development uh, organization for Coda Cloud. And um, sort of brief uh, background about Coda Cloud. Um, it's uh, about a four-year-old uh, company. It's a VC-backed uh, company. The uh, first couple of years of that four years were spent developing this technology. As we will come into a little bit later, it's obviously fairly complex in terms of using AI and machine learning to run uh, networks effectively. Um, it was founded by, uh, the, uh, by some engineers and the CEO from Bel Air. Um, some folks may remember Bel Air. They were sold to Ericsson some years ago. Um, and it was founded by them. They have obviously... Uh, a vast experience um, in the engineering side of uh, RF communications. And the company is headquartered in Ottawa, Canada, and has some offices in uh, San Jose and in uh, Dallas, Texas. Mm -hmm. And what exactly is Wi-Fi as a, as a service, um, and, and how does it differ from the garden variety consumer product? Okay, yes, so it is quite different. Um, it, uh, it, it's really, as, first, first of all, it's not really designed as a consumer uh, product at all. It's really designed for, uh, for commercial applications and in particular uh, applications that have mission-critical Wi-Fi. And we'll come on to this um, in a bit more detail later. But we are, mm -hmm. we're using artificial intelligence technology in the cloud to provide the management and optimization uh, of the Wi-Fi service and Wi-Fi installations. Those Wi-Fi installations could be uh, Coda Cloud access points, or they could be uh, other uh, access points, uh, not non-Coda Cloud access points. And the, the idea here is that um, we're using this AI technology to provide the best quality of experience for all the devices or end users that are attached uh, to the uh, to the service, uh, we we don't provide the broadband itself. The the company provides the the broadband, uh, but we we manage basically the end user or the device interactions between the Wi-Fi access points and the and the devices themselves. Um, it, as I mentioned before, it's, it's particularly useful for mission critical networks where downtime or poor performance cannot be uh, tolerated. Mm -hmm. Now, um, in preparation for our chat, I looked over two case studies um, that, that uh, you had sent over, and, and one of them had to do with Employee Bridge, a global staffing agency, and Northgate Markets, a grocery chain. Um, and, and you sort of just touched on this, but what, uh, what advantages does the Wi-Fi as a service uh, offer for commercial facilities? So uh, the main advantages are um, it really, uh, if you think about it, really it's sort of the first step in IT automation. Um, it's really allowing the IT teams of those, of those businesses, in this case, um, 
Northgate Markets and Employee Bridge uh, to do things that are value added to their mission uh, rather than looking after Wi-Fi. Um, so, you know, for example, on the on the Northgate Markets one, they've got 42 stores in the sort of Los Angeles and Arizona areas and uh, a couple of distribution centers. And they were looking for things to, that was you know, easy to manage and control. And again, a cloud-based Wi-Fi service definitely fits that definition. Um, you know, no need for them to be visiting the sites to you know, correct uh, Wi-Fi issues and problems, <clears throat> allowing for things like over-the-air updates. Um, if you think about it, there are many businesses that, um, even in mission-critical networks, to be honest, that uh, deploy Wi-Fi access points and then don't do the software updates and things like that, which may be critical in terms of security, for, for example. Um, and, uh, you know, the, 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 but I say the main thing is there that it's, uh, and I think the, the other thing is the OPEX and not the CAPEX model. So if, they, uh, if they're looking to, you know, uh, subscribe to a service as opposed to laying out a substantial amount of capital for for the uh, for the access points, that's another advantage for them, and, and one thing that they were looking for. But again, the main thing is this IT automation, and you can see that also in the in the uh, Employee Bridge situation. Employee Bridge has about 600 offices around the United States, and uh, they have a very small IT team. I think the, the IT team is like four or five people. Well, you can imagine with four or five people trying to serve um, you know 600 offices uh, with uh, you know, typically when they would come in in the past, they would have two or three offices a day that were having some kind of Wi-Fi problem. And so the, the fact that they can now uh, effect offload that to Coda Cloud has made a huge difference for them. So that's, that IT, freeing up those IT resources to do other more valuable things for the business. Mm -hmm. Now, you were just discussing employee bridging, and you touched on Northgate. So let's let's delve a bit into into that a bit the the grocery chain. Um, why exactly was the grocery chain in, in such dire need of your service? I think the um, the main reason was that they had if, you, if we looked at their previous or they were looking at their you know, previous installation for Wi-Fi is that they fit the, a very good definition of mission critical network, and by that I mean the. The, what they are using the Wi-Fi for is not for people to go around and surf on the Internet. That's not what, what it's there for. The Wi-Fi in their stores and their distribution centers is hooked up to handheld scanners. And those scanners are scanning in every single piece of produce, every, every item that's going to be going into those stores and out of that distribution center. And it needs to be tracked and tracked perfectly. And so you can imagine that given that situation, if the Wi-Fi is not working 100% uh, and working well with those scanners, then their business uh, is, is in jeopardy. I mean, they could literally lose many, many thousands of dollars, if not more. Um, uh, so that, that mission-critical network requirement was the, probably the number one reason why they wanted to have something that had this kind of capability of auto-diagnosing and auto-correcting where possible and alerting where not uh, possible in real time. Um, uh, and I, that was the main reason why their application uh, for, uh, using uh, what was so applicable for, for uh, Coda Cloud's technology. Uh, and I understand Northgate uh, Markets had some very specific requirements that, that they were looking for and um, that they weren't really being met um, by a lot of the companies that they were looking into. So 
Why was um, CodaCloud's pitch so different from the competition? Like, how, how did they stand out? Yeah, I think the, the, uh, we really do stand out because it is a unique uh, service offering. Um, uh, ultimately, if you look around, nobody else is offering a Wi-Fi as a service using an AI technology to manage the service. So there are some uh, folks offering sort of something similar in terms of Wi-Fi as a service, like as a sort of subscription, sort of pay-as-you-go model. But um, nobody has um, integrated that with a uh, cloud architecture using artificial intelligence and machine learning. So this is where, and, and to be honest, that's where the value add is in, in Coda Cloud's service. It's the fact that you know, by using that AI, you've effectively got, um, it, it's, it's a bit like, you can think of it of, of, uh, a bit like a, an engineer, uh, a, a tier two Wi-Fi expert engineer looking at all your access points simultaneously. Uh, and the, you know, be, you're able to do that with the AI technology uh, but you can't do that without that kind of uh, AI technology. Uh, and that was really what set us so uh, apart from the uh, com competition uh, with regards to Northgate's requirements. Right. And that's a great segue into my next question. Um, can you go a little further into the, the AI support? Can you explain the extent uh, of the services artificial intelligence? Yeah. So uh, obviously it's a complex uh, subject and it would be difficult to go into all the detail here, but um, in, in a broad way, um, what you can consider is that the, you have the devices and the uh, end users connected to the access points. And then what we're doing is we're taking the data associated with those interactions in real time back to the cloud. Now, the first thing to, to, uh, to bear in mind there is we're not taking the, uh, the data associated with the use of the, of the service, so that it would be you know, uh, user data is, no, is never being sent back to the cloud. The only thing going back to the cloud is the, are the complex um, RF uh, parameters uh, and network parameters associated with the connections between those devices and the access points. So that's being sent back to the cloud on a real-time basis. This enables the, um, the AI to do real-time analysis of every interaction of every device and every end user connected to every access point simultaneously because it has that big data environment. It actually sits inside the Amazon cloud. And that enables the system to analyze things like the physical layer, the analysis of the, phys the 802.11 physical layer. It enables it to analyze things like the traffic capacity. So it can see, for example, in real time, if there is a capacity problem going to arise because the typical devices that are connected to this network, which may be IoT devices, they may be end users surfing the internet, whatever, but it can measure and, and determine whether there is a potential capacity issue coming up, which is good because then it can alert the, uh, well, there's a couple of things it can do, but uh, worst case, it can alert the IT staff that, hey, you may need to add another access point uh, in, in uh, an area uh, because there's a capacity issue. Similarly, it can look at coverage issues, the same, same thing. It can analyze when devices are moving from one access point to another. Uh, let's say something's physically moving. Um, maybe something through, like a, like a scanner that I mentioned before for Northgate markets, for example, as somebody's moving along and scanning different things. And it can start to see where there are potentially holes in the coverage. And this is without somebody going on site to have to do this, which is a very expensive way 
of trying to figure out what, exactly what you need uh, for Wi-Fi coverage. Instead of doing that, this is done automatically by the AI, alerting the IT staff. It can do other things. It can look at um, you know, noise impairments. It can detect, for example, uh, you know, sometimes when you deploy a Wi-Fi network, it works great for, for a few weeks or a few months, and then all of a sudden you get some deterioration. Nobody's really quite sure what's happening. Uh, in many cases, that can be because of other noisy sources, RF noisy sources, whether they're other Wi-Fi networks or non-Wi-Fi networks. Uh, it, again, this, the, our, our system can automatically analyze this, determine, and uh, either make some changes. There are some, uh, it can uh, uh, adjust the wireless LAN controller uh, parameters, for example, to, to boost things like um, some of the RF power, etc., to try and overcome some of these uh, things. Or again, worst case, if it can't, it can at least alert the IT staff that there's an issue that they should look into and give them, instead of just saying, hey, there's a problem, it says, hey, this is the problem you have. This is where it's happening. This is when it's happening. Uh, you know, th th you need to go and take a look at this and see what you can do to, to mitigate it. So um, I, that also kind of brings in a, a third part, I think, of the service, which is that it has this historical knowledge. So uh, that's very important and critical, I think, for solving problems quickly. So I'll give you an example. Um, if you are uh, an end user and you're using a Wi-Fi network uh, in a business uh, and you have a problem, typically what you would do is uh, you would call your IT staff and raise a ticket and then probably a few hours later or a day later, somebody would get back to you and say, oh, what's the problem? And you say, oh, well, I, I don't have it anymore, but I, I had this problem and it wouldn't log in or I, I couldn't get good performance. And what the IT staff's typical response uh, for that is, well, let, can you let us know when you experience it again so we can take a look? Well, that's, that's, that's really not a good way to do it, right? You really mm -hmm. want to have some ability to look at what was the problem. With the historical reporting and all of that big data stored, you can go back in time, say, okay, you had this experience with this device or this person at about this time. Let's take a look at all the RF parameters and all the network parameters that were happening at that point in time and see what the problem was. So you no longer have to recreate an issue. You can go back and actually find the issue uh, and solve uh, for it because you've got that real time, you've got that historical data saved. Um, mm -hmm. And typically, you know, the, the AI can also um, make changes in real time to the, to the, the so if, if it starts to experience, sees some issues that it can correct, then it will automatically correct them. Um, if it can't correct them, it can also do automatic reboots of, of, the, uh, of the access points, for example. Um, and again, worst case scenario, it can raise a, uh, an alert to the IT staff uh, with a real actionable um, problem that needs that could be solved by them. Mm -hmm. well, that that sounds like some great information here. Um, I, I I really appreciate your time, and uh, I I just want to thank you for coming aboard the show today. And uh, to our listeners, thanks for tuning in.